It only happens three times in a century when Passover, Easter, and Ramadan are all occurring in the same week. And yet this is that week when the three major religions of the world, Christianity, Islam, and Judaism, are all focusing on God and His action in our world, a world that would not exist without Him, a world that could not exist without Him. And for us, in every country, in every continent, in every time zone, in every Christian century, today is a day of great rejoicing, of God's great triumph through Jesus Christ over darkness and death. It was a thousand days between Jesus' baptism and his crucifixion. And during those three years, he worked many mighty deeds, turned water into wine, wine into his blood, walked on water in calm, stormy seas. He was able to multiply loaves and fishes, to restore a withered hand, to cleanse lepers. He was able to make the mute to hear, the deaf to speak, even raise the dead. As we heard two Sundays ago with the raising of his best friend Lazarus, just before Jesus went up to Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. But now is Jesus' grand finale. The gates of heaven have been thrown wide open to all who believe. Because the resurrection was not simply God's reward to his son, for a job well done, but rather a gift from God through His Son to all who believe. This is what makes our grief bearable when we mourn the passing of someone we love. The idea that thanks to their faith in Christ, they have the chance to live again and forever, that we will meet them again, that we will see them again, that we will be with them and with our God forever. Jesus came not only to forgive our sins, Jesus came not only to take away the pain of death, he came to free us from the fear of dying. And once we no longer have to fear the death of those we love, once we no longer have to fear our own death, once freed from that greatest fear that all of us share, we no longer have to be afraid of living. Jesus came to take it all to the cross, into the tomb, and now to take us to the kingdom. And oh, how we want to be in that number when the saints go marching in. In this world that increasingly does not know God or does not love him or honor him, his word or his teaching, it is up to us then to know and to live and to love God's word, his will, and his work. Like Jesus, to live for heaven here on earth, to increase that chance that one day we too will overcome. And so, my friends, we have many crosses. They are heavy, and the way ahead is unclear. We don't know what the future holds, but we know who holds the future. And so it's looking very bright for us because Jesus' story does not end in death and neither will ours. Jesus' story does not end in darkness, but light and the same will be true for all of us. We were made sharers in that great mystery on the day of our baptism, a day that many of us were too young to remember, but a day we should never forget. That was the day when on our behalf, our parents and godparents renounce sin and profess faith that we too might be baptized into Christ's death so that one day we too might share in the joys of his resurrection. That is why on Easter morning, Catholics all over the world are asked to do the same, to reject sin, to renew the vows of our own baptism and profess our faith so that we might again be sprinkled in the holy waters by which we were saved, the holy waters by which we were made participants in the promise that one day we too shall conquer through Christ even death itself. And so now as we renew our baptismal promises, I invite you all to stand.